Hello everyone, my name is Vernisa. Hey y'all, this is Jen. And this is our podcast, Speak, Speak Up. Up. What's up, Jen? Hey girl. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, glad we made it to episode 57. I can't believe we're at episode 57 already. Yes girl, time just be flying. Damn. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends and we created this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. That's right. If you don't know by now, self-love and respect are two core values we're always going to hold near and dear to our hearts. Yes, most definitely. Before we get into the episode, so a quick little announcement. Don't forget to check us out live on the Good News Radio. We do live uh, shows every Thursday at 7 p.m. Download the Good News Radio app to tune in. That's right. Yeah, so um, our title for today is You Not a Savage. Ooh. I think everybody uses that word these days, right? But we're trying to tell y'all you're not a savage, right? Because today, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about self-sabotage. Yes. I know y'all do it. We've all I've done it. Shoot. I can't even deny it. <laughs> so, Jen, what is, what is self-sabotage? So, pulling up our friendly little Google dictionary over here. Mm-hmm. Um, self-sabotage refers to behaviors or thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do. Damn, the key word that got me was what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, why would we allow ourselves to, to hold back from really what we want? You know, it's sad because we do that subconsciously. Sometimes you know you're doing it. Sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. Girl. And it's like, we would say we want to debunk that whole notion and as to why we do it and the dangers of doing it. Yeah. I mean, I th- think that's the problem, right? That sometimes we do want something, but it is like our own thoughts that keep us from being able to feel like we even deserve it or like um is this something worth pursuing type of thing whether it's like from traumas that we've had or whatever so yeah I mean I can't even say I've never done it because I definitely have I think I've done it more than I can honestly count more Mm -hmm. than I can honestly admit to like that's the thing I think for me at least you know to answer that question why we do it um I would say it comes from wanting to protect myself. Mm. It comes from, you know, that self-defense mechanism uh, within me where I'm like, I'm going to beat them to the punch, you know, but when it comes to relationships or like with my goals, it sometimes is easier to just not do it than actually do it. Cause then it's like, oh, well, at least I didn't have to put myself out there or I didn't have to get rejected or whatever. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not everything, but I think those are the two main reasons for me at least. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we see it as like that escape route, like that safe place, that complacent place. You know, mm-hmm. to be honest, I've done it and we, shoot, we're relationships and goals. I think it was for me, it was like the um, the feeling of unworthiness. You know, um, I've I've had to rewire my brain many times, like working on my negative self-talk or things I've came from growing up. And there's times I, I felt unworthy of like mm-hmm. something healthy or um, attaining a certain, you know, a certain a certain goal because of the, the voices inside of my head. So I think that's important to like pay attention to as well. Now that I'm more aware of it, it's been easier to catch myself if I do catch myself slipping into self-sabotaging. I feel that. I feel that so much. I think a lot of us feel that way too, right? Like we may say we want something or I know I deserve better. And deep down you do, but you feel like maybe you don't, right? Or it's taking you a little bit longer to get there. So you feel like, oh, well, like you see, I was right. Um, And those are the dangers of it because you're not like life is about risks, right? Life is about change and trying new things. And the thing is, when you self-sabotage, you keep yourself from that. You keep yourself from wanting to grow or really just putting yourself out there and really just taking charge of your life. Um, I feel like when we self-sabotage, we're left more with the what ifs rather than like, you know, even saying, oh, well, Mm. if it doesn't work out. Um, And 
if like in a relationship you self-sabotage let's say you already were with this person and you decided you're gonna end it or whatever like you're still left with that question of like dang well if I hadn't done that would we still be together or whatever like it it leads to a lot of rumination also where Mm -hmm. you're stuck in the negative past and you kind of start to overanalyze and it just turns into this whole cycle yeah, I think it, it adds to more negative self-talk because guess what? When you do lose whatever it is or you're after a while, when, when, once it finally sinks in, you're like, dang, why mm-hmm. did I why did I allow myself to lose that? You know, um, sometimes, too, what we're asking for, it comes quicker than we expect. And I think that's what freaks us out as well. You know, um, I saw this video. It was like, I mean, I showed it to you. Basically, it was that Oprah video when they were talking about energy. And it mm-hmm. was just saying how, like, sometimes, like, we could, like, you know, manipulate certain things to be at our vibration level. When we get it, we don't keep it because we're not ready for it ever. And it makes you think of that because it's like, you know, once it really comes, you're like, okay, no, I don't, this, this can't be true. And you kind of push it away. And it's like, you know, that's another danger because in a day you're stopping yourself from leveling up or doing anything. Cause I really believe like when we receive certain things that we feel are better than us, that could be a way that could be that invitation to grow. Yeah. But sometimes we run from that. Because also we're not ready for it all the Mm -hmm. time. I know I've been guilty of that too, where it's like I want a certain type of relationship or a certain type of goal to look a certain way. And the thing is, when it does come or something like I realize I'm not at that phase in my life yet. And it's not blaming anybody or like forcing you to grow into something you're not yet. But I think when you purposely self-sabotage, you realize like there's a lot of things that I need to work on. And if I don't start now, then I'm just going to continue punishing myself. And I think Mm. that's one of the biggest things of self-sabotage that we're constantly, like you said, with that negative self-talk, you're like punishing yourself in your head for it. Whether it's like, damn, I shouldn't have done that or um, it's all good. It's all good. You're trying to numb it, whatever it is. There's some sort of punishment that comes from that self-sabotage. That's so true. We're so focused on the punishment versus the reward of like, what if you do, what, what if like you do deserve whatever it was that came? And yeah. it's like, we're so focused on what I didn't, this like, who's to say that, you know, that's us dictating that and like putting ourselves in a deeper hole, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's just definitely something to, you know, be mindful of. And then shoot, going on relationships, that stuff could, you know, fuel that whole commitment issue thing. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it stems from it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what a lot of times that that's what allows a lot of people not to stay when they end up in that um, committing relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl, you want to talk about commitment issues? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I've been so guilty of that. Um, it's one of the hardest things I've had to realize about myself. But also when I finally did, it like helped me. Mm-hmm. But it also made me realize like, dang, how many things in my life have I self-sabotaged from that commitment? And the thing is to even commitment issues come from something else, right? Something greater. Mm -hmm. It can come from abandonment issues. Um, It can come from what you've seen at home, whatever. So I know for me, a lot of that came from that. Like I didn't really see good relationships growing up. And I always felt like I had to beat somebody to the punch before they broke my heart or whatever. Um, And I'm not making excuses for myself, but that's definitely parts where I've let go of good people in my life, um, thinking I was doing myself a service, but also them as well. Yeah, I've caught myself running away as well. And like, it ain't the thing. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say like self-sabotaging, it can ruin a good good connections. You know, yeah. like I said, I've been guilty of the person who ruined it. And then I've been the person who witnessed somebody doing it to me. And honestly, being on both ends ain't it. But talking about being the person that you know, on the other end, watching the self-sabotaging happen to somebody, you know, somebody else do it, man, (laughs) you'd be like, when you realize they are self-sabotaging, that's the worst. I feel like too, especially when you know, like 
when, if you're around that person, that connection is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Or like you guys see each other, you know it's there, but it's like something holding them back, and you know it's it has nothing to do with you. It's completely them doing it. I think that's when it's like the smack in the face, and it makes me think of the times I've done that to people, and mm-hmm. they're probably like, "Okay, what's wrong?" Um, no, like I don't know. I feel like we letting them good connections go to waste. Yeah. But things be happening for a reason though, too. Like it's a reason people do it, but at the same time too, it's like I hate when I mean. I mean, yeah, it's annoying when it does happen. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I mean, I've I've seen it happen also, like, on the outside, but mm-hmm. also, yeah, have it experienced myself, too. Um, and it does suck. But the thing is, like, I've had to realize when somebody else is self-sabotaging that I can't put, like, punishment on myself, right? They're already doing punishment enough, and we can't force people to mm-hmm. be something that they're not, right? And I think with self-sabotage, like, we don't even realize our own potential. We don't realize what we're capable of, all the love we can give, um, the connections we can have with people. We're just so stuck in this whatever we're trying to protect ourselves from. Because let's be real, when you self-sabotage, you're actually using it as a defense mechanism. You're Mm -hmm. trying to keep the world out for whatever reason. You're trying to stay focused on other things or whatever, which is fine. But at the same time, like... How long are we going to self-sabotage good connections in our lives before we realize we're getting older also and we're going to end up alone just because we, you know, are too busy focusing on something or we don't feel like we deserve it or whatever. Let's be real. We're never going to be 100 percent perfect for somebody Mm -hmm. else. Right. That's just how life is. So we have to be able to, yeah, hold ourselves accountable to that and realize we are flawed. But at the same time, like I'm not going to let my own insecurities keep me from being able to connect with this person mm-hmm. yeah like in a day that's us doing the self-work and i like how you said we can't make somebody change and that's something i had to learn because in situations i would catch myself trying to change somebody trying to control the situation but now that i'm taking a step back and letting people do what they need to do like you know that brings me more peace mm-hmm. and you know because i think too if i wasn't ready for something i would want someone to let me do the inner work i wouldn't want to feel forced to change or whatever so i got to think of it from that viewpoint as well versus like trying to say well you know doing things to make the person come out of that self-sabotage when someone's in that that's their own that's something going on in their own head like with the times i've done it that was happening in my own head nobody could stop that but me you mm-hmm. know and i had to learn okay if, if it's this connection is worth saving it's going to happen it takes two both of us have to be able to put in that work just like me i'm stopping myself from self-sabotaging i deserve somebody doing that to themselves as well and not taking that route when things are getting real girl you are speaking mad facts right now (laughs) and that's the thing right when you're self-sabotaging it's hard to recognize it so it's way harder to even stop it Mm -hmm. like i think okay so i again speaking from personal experience when i've self-sabotaged i haven't even realized it until now years later after i've let go of that person or i've stopped pursuing a certain dream or whatever like i didn't realize that was all my doing. I thought I was excusing, you know, the breakup or whatever based on, well, they did this, they made me feel this way, blah, blah. No, Jen, that had all to do with you. And it takes some real getting deep down honest with yourself. And sometimes it doesn't even happen right away. Like I said, these things happened years ago for me. So ain't no point in me realizing it now and then like trying to come back to that person or that connection or whatever. Everything happens for a reason. Don't get me wrong. I don't regret my past. I don't want to be with anybody from my past, but it's just something I had to recognize that I was following a certain pattern within myself for my relationships. And now that I've recognized it, I can see it now, even when other things do pop up in my life that seem like, you know, oh, I'm not ready to receive it. Now I'm like, no, let's stop. 
let's uh, reevaluate and then how can I start to deserve this? Wow, you took the words out of my mouth. I was really going to say, like, you know, it's hard to stop self-sabotaging because it is rooted from those patterns that keep mm-hmm. happening. And honestly, um, you know, self-sabotaging really, re- sorry, reveals those deeper issues, mm-hmm. you know, that a person may be fighting. And I think that's the scary part about it because it might not even just be, oh, I'm scared to fall in love, this and that. Or some people just feel like they finances, they, like it just will highlight all kind of stuff yeah. like you know, I think we'll, we're, we're quick to take the negative route of why someone's not, you know, why we're not great for somebody versus like why we are, mm-hmm. you know, and like you said, there's never no perfect time. There's always going to be something going on in your life whenever you meet anybody. But it's crazy how us as humans, we're quick to take that negative route yeah. and just focus on what we don't have and why we're not right. And it's like, obviously, whoever you connect with, they like you for a reason. It's a reason you guys click. There's things that make you guys compatible. But, you know, I'm learning too to stop taking that negative route of like maybe, you know, like in a day, enjoy the connect and let it. Let it um, end because something natural happened where it did, you know, and versus like finding things that's wrong with myself yeah. for why I'm unworthy of a certain person. Obviously, they like me for a reason or I like them for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Oof, I agree. I think it comes from it, it's harder to live up to somebody else's standards mm-hmm. versus what you already know about yourself. So let's be real, right? When we fall in love, we start to like somebody, we see the good in them, we see something in them that they probably don't see in themselves. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely been guilty of this. And the thing is, the other person has to see it also. Um, But the self-sabotage doesn't allow them and they only know themselves as how they are. They don't see themselves through your eyes or realize even how much you see them and everything. So um, it's easier to just be like, nope, I'm this person, I'm this way. And before I break their heart, let me just, you know, take care of me and then let them go. Like sometimes it's easier to have that type of mentality because we realize like, maybe there are stuff that I do want to work on, but I'm not ready to do that just yet. And it it sucks. I mean, like we said, right, we've been on both sides and I've definitely done that where I'm not ready to deal with my deeper inner issues at that moment. So I'm sorry, I'm going to continue just not even being the best person for this person yet and just, you know, move on to somebody else or something else. Those were some healing words. I needed to hear that. There was some, like, she got me over here. Because I think about times when, like, you know, like, like you know, back in, like, days where I was, like, really in a negative space where, like, you know, men would compliment me or notice things about myself that I would, you know, put on the back burner because I'm focused on the negative aspects of myself. And you're right. You don't know what somebody is seeing. I think about, now you got me thinking about the dudes have started that, that I've connected with who were self-sabotaging on themselves. And I'm like, I don't get why he's, you know, doing that. And mm-hmm. it's like, he's such this, he's such that. And it's like, yeah, they probably don't even see those amazing aspects about them, you know? So it's true. Like, that's why we got to take the time to really nur- nurture ourselves and, like, allow ourselves to receive compliments mm-hmm. and allow someone to love us and, you know, appreciate us and treat us right, you know? Like, I, 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 it's crazy how we do normalize that toxic behavior. Or let's be real, mm-hmm. if somebody says an insult to you, you're going to believe that. Like, mm-hmm. if someone's like, oh, you're ugly or your hair looks funny, we take that in. We're so quick to take in those negative words. But mm-hmm. when someone is, like, you know, really notice something about our spirit or something great, we're like, quick to go, oh, no, you're just saying that. And it's like, I think about that. Because I think about it. There's dudes I connected with. Like, I'll give them a compliment. And it's like, oh, you just saying, are you capping? You know, whatever. <laughs> are you gassing me up? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm looking at you. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But I don't realize the self-talk they probably have with themselves mm-hmm. when they're alone, you know? So, I don't know. Just approach things with compassion and love i'm sorry i'm in the middle right now she i don't know what she said that for sorry go ahead yeah, got just, me on here looking crazy 
<laughs> but it's true, right? Oh. I mean, if we need to hear those words, I'm sure some of y'all yeah. out there probably need to hear it. And it's okay to learn to love yourself. I think as a society, we don't preach that enough. Yes, we hear self-love this, self-love that. But what does that really mean to each individual person? Whatever self-love every single person has to work on is going to be tailored to their own lifestyle, to their own personality, everything. So we have to really dig deep down and however much love we may have for somebody else we need to have twice as much for ourselves because we are a lot harder on ourselves than we would be on anybody else and that's real and i'm saying that from very much experience like i am so hard on myself i am my biggest critic and that's where that self-sabotaging behavior comes from because it's Mm -hmm. easier to prove myself right when i'm in that negative space versus trying to live up to more of that positivity um, that other people may have, you know, certain standards of me from. And it just sucks because this is really where the fight or flight response comes in, Mm -hmm. at least for me, right? This is where I'm like, all right, you know, instead of dealing with this type of thing in this relationship, I'm out, bro. Like I, I'm guilty of the flight response. That has been my thing. It sucks. (laughs) And looking back, like, There's a lot of situations that I could have just talked it out with somebody, but instead I chose to run. And don't get me wrong, I've been doing a lot of soul searching. Uh, Shout out to Brini Lee. She calls it soul surgery, where it's like you're really repairing the insides of your soul. Um, And it's like I've been thinking about that, too, because there are we have so many organs inside, right? So each part needs nurturing in different ways, whether it's through physical activity, uh, meditation, whatever it is that you're doing. So I'm really digging deep down inside and trying to realize that that flight response just comes again from those abandonment issues that I may have had commitment issues and everything, but it's not easy to really even realize like, dang, I've been guilty of, uh, flighting from a relationship. I know I've quoted this song before, but, um, there's a part in like I think Party Next Door made the song, but Drake remade it. Um, but he says, "I jump out of relationships before I get left in them," and that line just has stuck with me because I didn't realize how much I was doing that until I started doing this soul surgery that I'm on. So if y'all have been guilty of that, please let us know because you're definitely not alone on that. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like us being hard on ourselves and having that fight or flight creates this blockage and it it makes us, yeah, not even want to accept any type of like love or connection that comes at us, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's crazy too because the fact like you hear so many songs, like that ain't even like the only one there right. where, where that's mentioned. And I think like we, we're normalizing that, you know? And, and it's like, let's be real. We're like, obviously, like when certain artists say it, it's like, yeah, they're saying it to sound savage, right? And it sound cool, like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, I'm, I'm out before she say anything. <laughs> but then let's be real, like, how broken do we sound like mm-hmm. saying that? And I think too, with all of us singing it, and it's like, yeah, we're like normalizing that. It's okay to do that. And yeah, but I'm glad, no, and I've been guilty of it too. So, like, you said, that's soul surgery is always much needed and we want to add on to y'all self-sabotaging it within a connection is also a waste of the other person's time Mm. like let's be honest because i think my thing okay i think my okay i mean i've been guilty of it but i guess me being the person who it's happened to too it irritates me because i've dealt (laughs) i had to squeak my voice because i've dealt with guys where i didn't was not feeling them at the beginning i'm gonna be honest like you know like whatever i would ignore them or do whatever you know and they finally was do all this stuff to get my attention and you know really try to show they want to connect with me whoop de whoop and then when i finally let my guard down like okay um and showing them like you know because i'm one of people i'm hot or cold so mm-hmm. either i'm real detached i don't like you it is what it is we cool we you know we just friends or we don't talk at all or 
I'm intense. Like if I'm feeling you, you're going to feel that, you know? So my thing is too, like, so that's why I have a wall up because I know like the kind of heart that I have. I know how nurturing I can be, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think what irks me with that is when I finally do let that guard down and then all of a sudden they, oh, they feel like they ain't worthy of the love Mm -hmm. and then they start acting weird. And like, guess what? Who's hurt? Me, because now I got to like, you know, un, you know, work on those feelings I have right. towards you. Detach all over again. But then by the time I detach, guess what? Now you made your mind up. No, like, and I think that's been some of my, like, messy experiences mm-hmm. with it being on the other end. But then, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know what the other, but the men have been through who I've done that to. But that's my experience, somebody who's went through it. And it is a waste of time because it's like, hey, what was the point of all that? Like, right. you should have just stayed just friends or whatever or mm-hmm. just cool or just acquaintances at that point i agree and i can't speak for everybody but at least i know for me it didn't start out that way where i wanted to waste somebody's time right like i've when i've gotten in a relationship with somebody i've come in with the best intentions mm-hmm. telling myself even if i didn't like them at first but i saw something that i did like about them or i realized like hey maybe i can you know have a future with this person like i try to make it work um but i think Sometimes the longer you spend with somebody, the more your own issues are either highlighted mm-hmm. or you realize you're not freaking ready for a relationship at this moment. And mm-hmm. that sucks. Don't get me wrong. Again, I'm not excusing my behavior or anybody else's who has sabotaged somebody else's time. Um, but at least that's for me where it came from, where it's like my intentions were good. I did come in having those feelings or growing those feelings for that person. But then also something within myself thinking I don't deserve them or I can't be in this committed you know long-term relationship mm-hmm. with them um and it sucks because yeah we have to realize not everybody's going to stick around for that that some people yeah they will let you work on your issues and be there for you and listen to you and everything and that's fine i love those types of people but at the same time like there's other people who are like i'm out yo like i deserve better i love myself a lot more than to just stick around waiting for somebody to make up their mind about me or do they really have feelings for me and do they really want to be with me and stuff and i again on that receiving end also where i've seen men self-sabotage their connections with me i'm out Yo, like I just I'm not going to stick around waiting for somebody to change their mind about me or realize that I'm the one or whatever, having to choose between me and somebody else or, you know, thinking like, do I want to be with her long term if they haven't decided that? And maybe there's like a grace period for it. But nine out of ten times I'm out. Yo, like I can't wait for somebody else to make up their mind. Yeah. And I want to add on to like, don't leave people on either. You know, there's a lot of people that. They know, like, you know, like you said, you go into it, the clear intentions, mm-hmm. and it just kind of starts to happen because things get highlighted. But you got those people, too, who they already kind of know, but then they, you know, they already know that they, they ain't nothing that they going to completely uh, fit, follow through with. Right. But then they still take that self-sabotage or they end up catching more feelings than they thought. Mm-hmm. And then that self-sabotage takes place. But it's like, yeah, don't even leave people alone. Because I feel like, too, yeah, when you start getting close to somebody, them issues do come up. Like one of my homegirls told me, she was like, sometimes we're single for so long that uh, we don't even realize what still hurts until we start kind of talking to somebody mm-hmm. again. Then it's like, oh, shoot, you realize what needs to be worked Because when you're by yourself, yeah, it's empowering. It's amazing and stuff. But sometimes you just get comfortable in that. And then once, you know, I've been guilty of that where like all whole over I'm like, oh this is still wrong but I think sometimes those reminders are great you know to so you can continue doing the work and stuff um mm. and I just want to say too like you know off of relationships you know self-sabotaging can also stunt your growth with your goals mm-hmm. you know um I can't think of how many times like you know I could have went for something but then I was like, oh no it's not gonna work or I, I talked myself out of something because I was thinking more of like well what if I fail this and that letting like those thoughts get to me and honestly 
Oh, I remember one time real quick. This is like a time. One time I took a class in college and, you know, in college, you know, you know how you can make a class pass or no pass mm-hmm. and then you can or you can accept the grade. Right. So I took this this um, feminist class and it was a very good, good interesting class. But honestly, I doubted myself. Mm-hmm. I I, um, I basically I doubted myself. I didn't think I was going to do well in the class. I thought I was probably going to get like a C. And I, this is before even taking the class. I just was automatically like, oh, Vernisa, you're not going to get no C. Every paper I got a damn near A and a B or whatever. And then one time on the last paper, I got like another A. And then I told the girl like, dang, I thought I was going to get this. And the girl was like, why did you doubt yourself? Mm. She was like, don't do that. And it's always going to stick to me because let's be real. That was me kind of like self-sabotaging my growth because I could have boosted my GPA or, you know, whatever. But I took the other route of like, oh, I'm going to already assumed I was going to. But but why did I do that? You mm-hmm. know, and that's the thing. I've always gotten good grades, but something told me, oh, Vernice, to make it this. And I actually, that would have been an A on my thing. But that's an example yeah. of it messing with your goals, you know? For sure. College was a whole other monster, yeah, that's though. Yeah, that's what I'm The speaker busted on that one. Yeah, if I thought I had good grades in college, I mean, in high school, college definitely taught me, like, it takes a lot more than just showing up to class to get those grades. Yes. Um, but that's very real, though. Like, we do already have these preconceived notions even of ourselves like we do this with people so it's even worse with ourselves when it does come to certain goals that we may have whether it's fitness goals you know I've I've self-sabotaged myself on fitness a lot like I fluctuate up and down between you know more curvy and more toned and everything and I've never gotten to that sweet spot where I'm just like this is what I'm happy with I'm either on one end or the other Um, And I'm grateful to, you know, be able to bounce back from either. But the thing is, like, it comes from where, oh, well, I didn't work out today. Why would I work out tomorrow? You know, and then it just becomes this whole cycle. But that's where that Mm -hmm. self-sabotaging mentality comes in. And then add on food on top of that. Right. If y'all know me, y'all know I love food. I love trying new foods. And you know, we do that together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's that's like what our friendship is based on. You know, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Like food is delicious. Right. And especially with us, like we're trying different diets and everything. So it's awesome being able to try new things. But the thing is also like when I eat bad one day and it's not my cheat day or whatever, or I take a trip somewhere and I'm like, oh, well, I've been eating bad all this trip. Let me just continue with that self-sabotage mentality and that is so destructive because then that's how I get back into that yo-yo of I love my body I hate my body I love my body Mm -hmm. I hate my body and it really sucks being on that end and not finding that balance but when you're self-sabotaging so much you don't even realize you're doing that to yourself you're just like oh well oh well oh well a lot of that self-sabotage mentality comes with the oh wells yeah and I think the more we fall back into the bad habits we feel unworthy of getting to that goal that mm-hmm. we want like you said like the nice body because i've been guilty of that with me with me me with eating i'm yeah. like well i've already been eating it bad then i'm like oh well i'm not gonna get you know and yeah you're right, just this freaking mess you know <laughs> so i'm like we try to work on it you know working yeah. on that how we speak to ourselves how we motivate ourselves and not punishing ourselves when we do kind of slip up you know because we are human we're gonna have moments cheat days whatever think you know we're not perfect things are gonna happen but it's like really about how you get yourself through and how you just start back over and move on you know mm-hmm. and we want to also talk about self-sabotaging and wealth i mean me and jen talk about this a lot like getting out of that poverty mindset you know honestly like that's self-sabotaging just thinking okay well this is where it is you know i'm never gonna have this and that the more you tell yourself that you're gonna stick to those habits that are gonna keep you in that bubble mm-hmm. you know um i always heard it's it really just a mindset once you free yourself from that and go into an abundance mindset there's no you know you're able to get yourself out of that as a reality absolutely we don't realize how much our mindset can actually be limiting us if it's working against us and i think a lot of us can attest to that when it comes to money 
let's be real, mm-hmm. at least people that I've been close to mm-hmm. in my circle, wherever, grew up with, they do not come from money. So we're all trying to break this cycle, trying to move forward with something. But the thing is, sometimes it is easier to just stay where you're at, right? It's easier to just, oh, well, this is what I know. And uh, I'm never going to get out of this because there's no millionaires in my family or whatever. Whatever financial goals you have for yourself, don't ever stop trying to strive for them as long as it's healthy legal you're not stepping on anybody else's future or journey along the way i think it's fine to continue Mm -hmm. striving for something but don't let money control your life of course because that's where that self-sabotage can come in where it's like oh i got a whole bunch of money let me spend all this right like we can spend too much also i've been guilty of that too where we get a nice fat check for the time Mm -hmm. and we don't look to the long term and we're just thinking oh let me just buy this because i need it for whatever reason or you know i i want new shoes because i haven't bought a pair of new shoes i love shoes too so that's my guilty pleasure sometimes um but it's self-sabotage in the way where i'm living for the moment Mm -hmm. with just reckless behavior it's Mm -hmm. not even living for the moment of being mindful it's just spending 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 because my fingers itch or whatever but Mm -hmm. i need to start looking long term and i i'm getting better at that definitely a lot better now Um, And I'm seeing the difference in my finances, but it also came with that mindset shift where I had to realize, like, I don't have to be poor for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. I don't have to continue living a certain lifestyle just because I'm used to it or whatever. And don't get me wrong. It's hard trying to do something different when you don't know where to start or you don't know who to look to and everything, especially when your family doesn't necessarily understand what you're doing to get there Mm -hmm. also. Um, But don't let family sabotage your goals either. Um, That's a whole other issue. But yeah, we want to put that out there because with money it's a whole other beast yeah it's really about like learning like how to tell your money where to go you know and mm-hmm. that's hard like you said if you don't come from it you see like i'm used to seeing my family as soon as they get a check it's gone you know mm-hmm. and it's like trying to break that and then people looking at you crazy because you're trying to you know invest it in something or you're using it for a certain thing or a certain asset whatever you know people looking at you crazy and it's like really just still being able to be like okay i know where i'm headed i'm not going to focus on you know whoever who, who, someone who has the same um financial situation as mm-hmm. i do because i'm trying to be you know different than that you know so i don't know it's, it's, it's a lot you know and, and then again that feeling of unworthiness starts to come back again because think about it, you spend all your money or you you eat all that food you do all this stuff you're back in that space and mm-hmm. then it's like it's harder to get back up and and move in the direction that you were trying to go in <laughs> i know i can't do. say how many times i felt I mean, unworthy with money especially oh um And the thing is, too, when we are feeling unworthy, we're lowering those standards, we're trying to keep ourselves from being better. And that just causes a whole cycle in its own, because like you were saying earlier, right, sometimes with relationships, financial issues are highlighted. So same thing with financial issues, relationship issues are highlighted. You realize where else you need to go, you know, fix, improve something. Um, And when you're in that place, you're just like, well, I might as well not even expect this of myself. I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, I shouldn't even want this. I don't deserve better. Like all our standards just go out the window because it's easier to be there. Don't get me wrong. There's comes a point where we have to be realistic with ourselves, right? We can't say I'm going to be this person. Like for me, I can't ever say I'm going to be a size zero. I've talked about this before. (laughs) My body is just not meant for a size zero. And if I ever get there, I will personally look 
unhealthy because I am not a petite woman in that aspect. I'm I'm happy with my curves, but it's something that I had to set for myself because I realized a lot of my self-sabotaging with different goals came from setting unrealistic mm. goals to begin with, unrealistic mm-hmm. standards on myself to begin with. So I lowered them to help me out, but then I also lowered them a little too much. And now trying to find that balance again is <laughs> the difficult part. But you guys, we all do this. It's it just a matter of sitting yourself down and getting freaking real with yourself. Yeah, I feel like too, when we lower our standards, all it does is open another can of worms. And mm-hmm. guess what? You have other problems on top of the problem that you already had. And then guess what that's going to do? That's going to stunt your growth. And then you're just stuck and you start going backwards, you know? Yeah. So we just saying this because it's, it's true. Self-sabotage is, very, self-sabotaging is very powerful, you know? Um, it's it's very powerful. And I feel like we can't give it the power that, that it is, you know? Um, also too, like, you know, it also, um, it, it allows you to, like, learn from the lesson as well, mm. you know, yeah. uh, so the self-sabotaging. I feel like that's the flip side of it. Like, when you self-sabotage um, and, you know, it gets bad and you realize that you're doing it, that's when the lesson kind of kicks in. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, too, self-sabotaging isn't all that bad. I feel like we all have to kind of go through it, you know to appreciate you know yeah. just like when you hit rock bottom you're like okay i gotta move up now so it's like because there's been times i set goals i did the self-sabotaging thing i ended up bam flat on the floor but mm-hmm. then it helped me rise so there's that outlook of it too it's all about perspective because we've, we've all done it but it's like how do you get up from it absolutely sometimes we gotta eat crap on the floor before we realize (laughs) ain't nowhere else low to go so might as well move on up right Mm -hmm. um and that's yeah like you were saying where that lesson does come in because let's be real when we're self-sabotaging we're living in denial at all times i know vernisa touched up on this a little bit (laughs) um earlier but it's real right like we're again like i said it's easier to say oh i'm running from this or i'm i'm not even going to give my attention to this xyz excuse over here but when you're doing that, you're not realizing why you're self-sabotaging. You're not realizing where all of this behavior is coming from, all of this negative self-talk is coming from. You're just living somewhere off in la-la land. You're numbing feelings. We've talked about numbing feelings here before um, and how that's so detrimental to ourselves. Because ultimately, when you're self-sabotaging and you're denying yourself from learning those lessons, you're denying yourself the privilege of getting to know yourself in the first Mm -hmm. place. And we've said this before, your relationship with yourself is the longest one you have, the most important one you have. Because the way you treat yourself is going to be a reflection of how you're going to treat other people Mm -hmm. in your life. And when you're in denial about things, you don't know who the hell you are. So then how are you going to know how to treat other people? You may think you know, but you don't. Yeah, La La Land ain't it, because when reality really hits, it's like it all hits you all at once, and it, it ain't a good place to be in, you know? So we got to be, ooh, denial. I'm sorry, just mm-hmm. that word, I'm sorry, it stuck to me when you said denial. I just think about how many things, you know, and you in denial with yourself, you're going to be denial about who you're dealing with, and Man. you're just going to be, you just lying to yourself. It's just a hot mess, and I mm-hmm. think it's safe for us just to, you know, focus on what's really going on. And honestly, all this relates to self-love, because, you know, in a day, we deserve to be real with ourselves. We deserve to go after what we de- what we deserve, mm-hmm. and you know we deserve to like take that growth um, when, when when the invitation is handed to us. Ooh, I love that. That's beautiful. And when we're at our lowest point is when we should be giving ourselves the most love. It's mm-hmm. when we should be our own best friend. As hard as that is, but it's like what would we tell a loved one, right? That that's what we have to learn to tell ourselves. And this is why it's important, like we said, to sit down in front of the mirror, work on that self-image, tell yourself what you want from yourself, allow yourself to fall in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. 
I know there's this whole narcissism thing being thrown around right now, and I think people have taken it so out of context that people are so afraid to say they love themselves without being called a narcissist. Mm. Don't get me wrong. There's narcissistic people out there. That I know ego that. Way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with having a healthy relationship with yourself, applauding the flip out of yourself. Y'all almost made me cuss. Um, but applauding, <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> applauding the hell out of yourself for the things that you've done the things that you know are great about you the things that other people have said about you this is why i love when people give compliments i love giving people compliments Mm -hmm. and not just on looks but it's like realizing there's something amazing about somebody's personality or a certain character trait they have or whatever because you don't know how much of a seed that can plant in somebody's head and possibly help them have a healthier self-image with themselves because there's already all of society telling us what's wrong with ourselves mm. that we don't need to be adding more onto that right so when you do have a moment where it's like i'm a freaking badass today i feel confident today use that because that's going to help you realize what other patterns you may need to work on that are not so helpful i'm glad jen touched up on positive self-talk because it's needed because this world is crazy this world is evil and you got to have your back at least i'm gonna be honest with you because mm. if you don't if someone, if the world's already attacking you, you're attacking yourself, then what? You know, and honestly, the voice that matters the most is the voice that we're telling ourselves. So we always have to do that. And honestly, too, going deeper, stay single if you have to. If you're like, okay, I notice I self-sabotage in every relationship or anytime a good thing comes to me, stay single. Figure it out. Figure out what's wrong. So that way, when, you know, you do attract something good, you're not self-sabotaging it or lending or wasting somebody else or hurting somebody else because you're hurt you know and i'm guilty of that that's why i've been with myself trying to figure things out because there's a lot of things i need to work on and then i want to attract somebody who's working on on themselves as well you know Mm -hmm. because i'm I'm trying to manifest healthy love i'm not trying to go in the same cycle that i've seen growing up you know but guess what it takes me being real with myself me having that positive self-talk me having that relationship with myself me um avoiding self-sabotaging and wasting other people's time because i got some inner issues i need to work on vice versa so I don't know. I just had to throw that out there. I'm going to give you a moment of silence for that. <laughs> Hope y'all felt that way. Because, <laughs> girl, <laughs> you said some real stuff. Honestly, it is not easy it's telling not. yourself you don't need to be there. single. Yeah. I, that was one of the hardest but most necessary lessons of 2020 for me, honestly. Like, the end of 2020 was sucked for me in my love life, personally. Um, but it also woke me up. And it made me realize it's okay to be single. It's okay to want to be single. Mm -hmm. I don't care what timeline somebody else has for you that at a certain age, you need to have this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. This is my story, my timeline. I'm not going to let anybody else influence that. And if I want to be single right now because I don't want to hurt anybody for the stuff that I've been through in my past and my childhood... I'm going to stay single because I would rather work on my stuff, face my stuff, cry to myself or, you know, my best friend um, about the things that I'm going through rather than put somebody else through it. We've talked about bleeding on others before, and it's not cute. It Mm -hmm. is. I don't care who you are blaming somebody else for your own insecurities, your own self-sabotaging behavior. You're just going to destroy the other person. And this is why there's so many broken people out there, because we're so ready to jump into all these types of relationships without actually healing Mm -hmm. We cannot emphasize heal to like, I'm going to, I want to shout it to the rooftops, honestly, because this is the biggest thing we need Mm -hmm. as a society, as individuals, Mm -hmm. we need to heal from whatever stuff we come at. I know everybody has a story. I know everybody has their own traumas, their own insecurities, their own stuff that they go through within their head, within their household, whatever. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like you're not ready to love somebody properly because you haven't worked on that, 
it's okay to take a step back and realize I need to do this for myself. I don't care what age you're at. I don't care what life point you're at. You need to realize this. And if you are happy in a relationship, I'm super happy for you, honestly. And I hope that you two have been able to work on, you know, whatever issues you all individually have. But I'm talking for those people who are on the single or in a situationship, which we've also (laughs) talked about before. But honestly, me realizing that I am single, single, but super happy at this point because I'm getting to know me better has been the best decision I've made for my life. That is well said. Oh, y'all, my headphone came out. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that the hill thing because I feel like we all need to hear that. Me and Jen ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. Like, we're going to root the first to say, personal development self-love and all this stuff it is not easy you know like we're gonna shout that because people think oh self-love inner peace no like get real with yourself and Mm. honestly like just said that single single you know like because um you're still wasting somebody's time you're still playing with somebody's heart when you're still like oh because i think we're in a time where people they're we're so focused on our pain and how someone could fix our pain and Mm. not focused on the kind of person we can be for somebody else to help them so think about it when you're going to something in, in a selfish manner like okay how could this person fit in my box you're just bound to hurt the other person yeah. because their needs aren't being met and then guess what you get what you need you did they're left hurt and then you mm-hmm. start self-sabotaging because it's now the fire is under your ass to do your part and i think we have to like honestly stop that it's not healthy you know why and- are we looking for therapists look i'm tired look me and jenna ain't, ain't therapists <laughs> no. and i ain't looking for no therapist as no man no. either so we need to quit thinking that you know like our relationship yes yeah, of course be there for each other whatever mm-hmm. but some of us need to go see therapy and that's go get therapy and that's yes. okay there's nothing wrong with that you but know? your partner is not your therapist at all and also too you know it, it's important too to uh, self-reflect mm. self-reflect figure it out whatever it is be real with yourself mm-hmm. and be honest with yourself during those times self reflection because you're lying to yourself during that is not going to be effective yeah because that sucks when you think you're getting deep down no self-love that's one thing about self-love personal development it's the hard parts Mm-hmm. it ain't none of the surface you know pampering my skin or none of that don't get me wrong that's part of it but that is only not even the tip of the iceberg there's so much underneath mm-hmm. that comes with this and when we talk about self-love and inner peace it's that real stuff the stuff that sucks the stuff that you don't want to talk about the mm-hmm. stuff that you don't want to hear if this episode has triggered you in any type of way because you recognize this type of behavior in yourself maybe it's time to start self-reflecting mm-hmm. and like Vernisa was saying we don't sugarcoat because we been through this i'm still self-reflecting every day because there's a lot more i discover about myself the longer i live with myself the more i really try to work on that self-image and that positive self-talk but it ain't easy and there are days where yeah i doubt myself and that self-sabotaging behavior comes back but i have to bring myself back out into reality but the thing is if i just allow myself to fall deeper and deeper and deeper i'm gonna get stuck there and i refuse to live a life where i'm not happy with myself that's so true and honestly with your goals be realistic about them so you're able to finish what you started. I was actually listening to an audio today from somebody very successful. And they were talking about how, you know, let's say you want to throw a, her- a horseshoe, right? If you put the horse, if you put the thingy too far away and you mm-hmm. try to throw it and you keep missing, guess what? You're going to give up because you're like, okay, it's too far. But the point is to put it ju- just far enough to where it's a challenge, right. but you're still able to eventually hit it and hit it multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that that quote goes 
goes completely with this episode you know honestly set realistic things for yourself because you're gonna go crazy if you do something too hard you're not gonna do it and you're not gonna finish what you start guess what that leads to more Mm self-sabotage stops your growth and then you're just gonna be continuing the same pattern so it's like we have to be patient with ourselves and allow ourselves to grow so then we can go further and further absolutely y'all we just want to say self-sabotaging is not an excuse it's not an excuse to be a selfish mean person we have enough of those already. We've probably been enough of those already. And the thing is, it's easier to self-sabotage sometimes, but then mm-hmm. easier for whom? And then for how long, really? Because then, then it becomes hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like the point of our episode, that you're not a savage if you're self-sabotaging, <laughs> honestly. Like, what's that doing for yourself? If self-sabotaging has worked for you for your whole life, please let me know. I, I am so curious to find out how that's going. For real. So, yeah, we just want to put that out there. But we appreciate you guys tapping into our 57th episode. Um, you can check us out on, on Instagram at SpeakUpJV, on Twitter at SpeakUpJV. And then if you want to hear our other audio content, check us out on Spotify, Apple, apparently iHeartRadio. And what else? And just a reminder, we are live every single Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on The Good News Radio. You can download the app by going to the at The Good News Radio Instagram page, and the link is in the bio. Yes, we'll see you soon. Bye.